Welcome back to Maximum Bonpetu, ladies and gentlemen. Season Welcome three. Back. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh no. It's a disaster. Oh, we forgot how to do it. <laughs> After one oh, week no. off. Yeah, yeah, we take one week off we and it's we just a shit We should have taken show. it off, but sorry guys. Life gets in the way. Emma's life you know. gets in the way. Emma's so it busy does. and popular and talented. I know. And, oh, Look yeah, at you. Sure. Anyway, welcome <laughs> Enough about Halloween me. special. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Again. <laughs> spooky, spooky. An annual tradition. Is it annual if you only do it twice? I mean, I when mean, does it become annual? The third year? Three times. Okay. okay. So, uh, we gotta talk about Halloween traditions. And by Halloween traditions, I mean all those fucking movies that came on <laughs> uh, Cartoon Network. Like freaking Halloween and, Town, and Disney Cartoon Channel. Network, and Disney Channel. Oh, do you guys remember the little vampire? I don't think I ever saw that one. What? I used yeah, to I don't think I saw that, that one either. Little vampire. Oh, my mom's dating a vampire with Mr. Sheffield from The Nanny. Interesting. Never heard of those, but what? Sounds, they sounds were so good. good. What about Scary um, Godmother? Frankie Muniz was in it, I think. Oh. Scary Godmother. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I remember that one. It was I so creepy. I didn't like, watch as many movies as y'all did. My mom do you remember made me play Monster outside. House? <laughs> Lame. <laughs> Wait, do you guys remember Monster House? Oh my god, I was gonna, I was gonna say that one next. I was y'all. in Walmart and I saw Monster House in the five dollar bin, and I didn't I watched get it. it again. Recently, it's still scary. I'm it like, up. I can see why I was scarred as a child watching. We used this. to watch it at daycare a lot. Why? Part, part of it's the animation know. style. You know what we also watched recently? We watched some stuff on the bus. We watched Coraline. <gasps> I watched oh, it I for the first Coraline. time the other day. That movie is. I like could see how if if I would have watched that for the first time as a child, I could see how that would have freaked me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, what about? Oh, dang it! I had something and I forgot. Fuck. Oh, Y'all do you remember, continue. like, The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, like, the Halloween episode? <gasps> oh, my God. With the ghost in the, in the room. Esteban was, like, all creepy. She's and... here. Oh, yeah, I do remember <laughs> that one. You just oh, that so <laughs> You saying that just triggered the memory <laughs> of his face turning to the side. <laughs> Good times. Childhood. What? what? I know. Man, Disney oh. Channel used to crank out some good Halloween content. Yeah, uh, and who could forget Nightmare Before Christmas? Of course. We love. Is, is it a Christmas or a Halloween movie? It's both. End of it's discussion. Both. You watch it at Thanksgiving because it's in between. It's a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Hocus oh, Pocus. If we're being real basic, Hocus Pocus and Adam yeah. Family Values because it's better than the first one. <laughs> Adam's Family Values is the. <laughs> Did y'all see that is new one thing that Adam's was coming out? No, it looks so stupid. I haven't like watched the trailer, but I saw some like promotional like thing the animation. on Instagram. I don't like how they're animated. It's a weird style. I know. I'll probably watch it. I'll That's watch anything point. animated. Well, I, I won't watch Big Mouth. In the cast, so I haven't checked it out really yet. Mm. All right. So, what are we doing today? We. We're going to talk about Halloween traditions before we got into the big gist. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> Weren't you going to talk about your traumatizing Halloween experience, or did, did someone else have anything else to say first? We're kind of building... Traumatizing Halloween experiences. Um, what were you going to... What was it you were going to talk about? Oh, my... Okay. Okay. All right. Hold on. So, what we're doing today is we will be reading some stories from Reddit. Well, Emma and I will. Ellie has her own thing, little carved out, her little own section. Ha! Carved out. Ha! <laughs> Pumpkins. Pumpkins. <laughs> huh, good one. Ha! <clears throat> right. <laughs> so, Emma and I are going to be reading some stories from Reddit. And Ellie's going to do her own thing. And mine, I think I'll go first, right? Yeah. Sounds good. Um, ah. My... <laughs> my story starts with um something a subject that is uh has terrified me for most of my life i was traumatized with it as a child if you're also hispanic you also got traumatized with this as a child it is la llorona she's a scary lady even though i'm out of her demographic uh, she still terrifies me. <laughs> she is scary. She scares me, and I'm, like, nowhere close. Like, I, I won't... Well, I'm not I mean, gonna, I do live by water, but no. You're not going to catch me walking by, like, a river or stream at night. Uh-uh. Wait, what is this? I haven't heard of this. We don't do that. All right. So oh, let she'll me tell you. Don't scene. worry. Let me tell you the story. And so there's, like, a disclaimer. Disclaimer right now. There's a whole bunch of versions of this story since it is, like... It's a pretty old legend. Like, you have some people who are like, it dates back to the Aztecs and all that. Um, so this story gets told, like, a thousand different ways, a thousand different times. But this is just the version that I grew up with. So um, it starts off uh, with this woman named Maria. And she was uh, the most beautiful woman in her village. And one day, a businessman rolls through and he sees her and he falls in love with her instantly and he's like she's the most beautiful woman in the world let's get married so they get married and at first he's really loving towards her he shows her a lot of attention and then she has kids she has two kids sometimes they'll tell you what the kids are I think usually it's a boy and a girl is how it gets told and um after she had her children the husband had to go away for work, and so he would be gone for long periods of time, then he would come back. And each time he came back, he showed Maria less and less attention and focused more and more on the children. And then one time when he came back, he came back with a new wife, because <gasps> he had completely forgotten about her. Oh. And I think he was coming to take the children, some versions say that he was coming to take the children away from her to live with his new family. And that sent her into a rage. She takes the children out back to the river. And it's more of like, why should you be happy if I can't be happy? She takes the children into the river and drowns them. When she realizes what she's done, she drowns herself. So her soul's going up to heaven. And when she gets to the gates, St. Peter stops her and tells her, you can't come in until you go find your children. The thing is, her children are already up in heaven. So she comes back to earth and she's doomed to wander waterways, looking for her children, crying out, Misios. 
the, for eternity. So yes, I was told this as a child. Um, <laughs> it terrified me. It still terrifies me. Even just like saying mis hijos out loud, like I like my skin wants to crawl off. Um, <laughs> Love that. That is I don't terrifying. Like it. I don't do. And the thing is, like, so many people have stories about seeing her. Like, so, there are so many stories about people seeing her. And, like, in Mexico, they're like, oh, yeah, it's, like, whatever. Oh, yeah, I heard La Llorona last night. And I'm like, ah. You're <laughs> like, like, no. Oh, yeah. ju- ah, just the Tuesday, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> it's horrifying. Just so, my bro, you know? Bros being so, bros. <laughs> when I was looking um, on Reddit, I found this story. Uh, submitted by the user Chirio Martinez. And this one is in the paranormal subreddit. So I'm going to read his experience. Are you guys ready? I am ready. Yeah, baby. Let me get into my, like, reader voice. Yeah, get your narrative voice out. Dust it off. All right, let's do this. The Wailing Woman, La Llorona. I am not as experienced writer as many of the others on here, but I'll give it my best. This happened to my ex-wife and I. It was during the summer when my family decided that we should all take a trip to Mexico to visit family. I was about to join the Marine Corps, pronounced Corps. So my mother wanted for me to go see my family just in case something bad were to happen. At the time, I was with my pregnant wife, with my pregnant girlfriend, who would later become my wife, and then ex-wife. Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of transitions there. There you go. Since she was pregnant, I didn't want to leave her alone. So I bought her a ticket so she could come with as well. So she could come with as well. All right. You know, grammar's something, but whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's something. <laughs> her being Caucasian with blonde hair and hazel eyes made everyone around my grandma's house curious. And a lot of our extended family came to see the beautiful American girl. After greeting everyone, we all started to talk about what had been going on since we had left. My girlfriend was sitting next to me, having me translate parts of the conversation. One of my aunts, who knew I was into the paranormal, brought up the subject of La Llorona, a.k.a. the Wailing Woman, a.k.a. Isabel's worst nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) A.k.a. Nope. My mom quickly told my aunt to shut up, since she knew that it would get me both interested and scared regarding it (sighs) me (laughs) (laughs) but I was able to push my aunt to keep on going I mean I was going to be a marine after all and I couldn't let a silly myth scare me she proceeded to tell us about how whenever she would sleep over at my grandma's house at which we were currently staying at if she stayed up late enough she would be able to hear her wails the wails of La Llorona my mom rolled her eyes and jokingly pushed my aunt The subject died from there, since one of my other aunts started to talk about her son and whatnot. Seeing how serious everyone had gotten for a brief moment, my girlfriend nudged me and asked what we were talking about. I told her the myth of the wailing woman, and how she drowned her children in a river, and was destined to walk along all the rivers of Mexico looking for her dead children. She of course laughed, not really buying any of my paranormal stories. That night, my parents decided that my girlfriend and I should stay out at our old house, where I had grown up since we were both adults and needed our own space. The house was currently being worked on, so the bedrooms had no doors or working lights. The only doors to the house were the ones that led into the outside. 
They were fairly new, but they were your standard metal flimsy doors that a kick or punch could make rattle throughout the house. Inside, we had to use a candle and a flashlight for our light source. I remember we even used a bedsheet as a temporary door to give our room a little bit more privacy, even though it was only the two of us in the house. As the night went on, my girlfriend and I stayed up talking, and eventually we both fell asleep. I don't know what time exactly, but something woke me up. I didn't have a cell phone, and my watch at the time was really cheap, so I wasn't able to tell what time it was. Looking down, I realized that my girlfriend had stolen the covers, so I slowly tried to steal some back. As I was debating on closing the window that was located right above our heads, I heard a long wail. It was a long, distorted wail. I could hear the old raspiness in her voice, like as if she had been yelling for such a long time that her throat was getting ready to give out. But what confused me was that her wail sounded like as if it was being played through an old gramophone. I didn't know if it was the scratchiness of her voice or what exactly, but it sounded like an old creepy record playing over and over. She was wailing her trademark, I miss hijos, or oh my children. That wail was what made her famous, not just in the paranormal community, but with most people living in rural parts of Mexico. My girlfriend started to stir and woke up. I don't remember if I woke her up on purpose, but either way, it was a dick move of me to do so, since she, was also, since she would also get to hear the wails. I was both excited and scared shitless at the same time. A cold chill traveled, traveling down my spine just reinforced my fear. The wails grew louder, making it seem like as if she was slowly heading towards us. Side note, there is a myth that if you hear her wails close, she's actually far away, but if you hear them far, she might be somewhere near you. Oh, no. Mm. My girlfriend asked me with a half smile, what the hell is that? Thinking I had asked my aunts to scare us, I just motioned for her to be quiet and listen. Hearing my tone of voice, she knew that something was wrong. Another loud wail passed by, echoing inside the house. My girlfriend started shaking, terrified of what could be outside of our house. I had my left arm under her head, and I could feel, feel tears running down from her face to my arm. Each time the wail came, she would shake a little, and at the same time I would hold her close. The wails eventually came to a peak, where it sounded like as if she was right outside our window. Doing the only brave thing I knew, I pulled the covers over us and tried to remain as still as we could. The wails eventually faded out, and just as we thought she had gone, we heard two wild dogs viciously fighting and slamming against our outside door. My girlfriend had grown attached to this stray dog that used to walk around my grandma's farm. So while we were staying there, he would sleep. He would always sleep on the outside of the door to wait for us and greet us whenever we would come out. The dogs, or at least what we thought were the dogs, fought for a good minute, slamming against the door, snarling and barking at one another. Then as sudden as the fight started, it stopped. We attempted to stay up for a little while longer to see if we heard anything else, but eventually sleep overtook us. The following morning, we talked about what had happened. We walked outside to meet our stray dog, but he was gone. All that was left was stirred up dirt from the fight that had just happened the night before. We never got to see that dog the rest of the trip. He would usually come around, but we just told ourselves that maybe he just found a place with better owners who could feed him better. This all happened around 2008, and still on today, whenever I pick up my daughter, I would ask my ex about what happened in Mexico, but she didn't like talking about it. I haven't been to Mexico ever since. I don't want to start anything political, but California was part of Mexico, and there have been rumors that some people around Tijuana and Southern California have heard the woman's wails. The end. 
Ooh. That's big wild, yikes. man. Oh, yeah. But they're, yeah. So it's not just in Mexico, BT dubs, but, like, people in Texas and New Mexico and <coughs> parts that were, <coughs> used to be Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> they all hear her, so, like, she's got her papers, you know? She's just <laughs> chilling, crossing, going over to the She's States, got her papers. She's all good. <laughs> Man, that's creepy. I yeah. think I had heard that before, like, years and years ago. It was probably from me, because... It probably was from you. <laughs> because it, just like he said, it both terrifies me, yet fascinates me. So anytime I see something with La Llorona, I'm like, oh, God, no. But I immediately, like, click on it. <laughs> you immediately, like, tense up. You're like, okay. <laughs> it's like a morbid curiosity thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so scary. I hate it. I hate it. So, I like that story. It was very creepy. <laughs> Spoopy. Did you like it? I liked it too. So shout out to Cheerio Martinez. Cheerio, wait. <laughs> okay. You know I had to. <laughs> All right, Ellie. What so, do you got for us? Okay, so when the other two were like, "Well, let's talk about some scary stories," I was like, "Oh, we could talk about the SCP Foundation." And these two were like, what the fuck is that? So <laughs> I decided I would talk um, a little bit th- about the SC- SCP Foundation. I mean, I bet a lot of y'all already know about it if you're, like, into the horror scene on the internet. But uh, the SCP Foundation is, like, a collaborative fiction. It's, uh, like, web-based, and it's it details this organization that, uh, like, contains individuals, entities, locations, and objects that, refer- that uh, violate national... Fuck. <laughs> Good uh, words are hard. It's okay. Hey. <laughs> I've had a long day. <laughs> It'd be like, like that. Entities, locations, and objects that violate natural law, which, you know, referred wow. to as SCPs. It doesn't, it doesn't say on here, but I'm pretty sure SCP stands for Special Containment Protocol. This is, I'm on Wikipedia. Oh, good. Oh, good source. Yeah. Cite your sources. <laughs> well, it's an, it, it's... Yeah. Cite your sources. <laughs> okay. It's not like this is some sort of urban legend. This is just roasting Wikipedia. Just I have, you know how many professors I've had who are just like, if you don't know it, look it up on Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone... That's what my uh, professor said last year for freshmen like stuff we had this thing called connection and so it was like oh if you get intrigued about this just google it they have it on wikipedia all like and he's like went on a little tangent we're like they told us like growing up they'd be like you'll never use it in college they won't want you using it in college and like, you'll get a zero they always tell me to use it in college <laughs> no but anyway back to the point so yeah. <laughs> Most of the um, most of the works on the SCP Foundation website contain special containment procedures, which are structured internal documentation that describes an SCP object and the means of keeping it contained. Ooh. And also, there's a lot of different like tales and stories about the different SCPs, and, you know, short stories. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Ooh. And apparently, there was an indie game made about it, SCP Containment Breach. And I'm pretty that sure there's like fun. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's like um overarching lore. I mean, I never read enough about them to uh like learn anything. 
Okay. I'm just going to talk about some of the most well-known. SCP-173. Okay, wait. I'm going to share my screen with y'all so y'all see it. Because it's creepy as hell. You have to look at it. We can link all this in the description. So everybody can click on stuff and look at it. Here. That's what it looks like. Look at that guy. Ooh. It's really creepy. Oh, I've seen that thing before. Yeah. It's like the most popular SCP, I think. But. Cool. At least I. Now, I I read a bunch of these a long time ago. But I can't remember exactly what it does. Hmm. It says the reddish-brown substance on the floor is a combination of feces and blood. Origin of these materials is unknown. Love that. The enclosure must be cleaned on a bi-weekly basis. Um, I'm pretty sure... Yeah. Ew. I'm pretty sure this one was kind of like a Weeping Angel vibe. Where, um, if you looked at it... And looks away, it would just... Get closer. It would kill ya. Ew. Okay, here it is. Heck no. It is constructed from concrete and rebar with traces of Krylon brand spray paint. SCP-173 is animate and extremely hostile. The object cannot move while within a direct line of sight. Line of sight must not be broken at any time with SCP-173. Personnel assigned to enter the container are instructed to alert one another before blinking. Object is reported to attack by snapping the neck at the base of the skull or by strangulation. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. wild. That was so abrupt. <laughs> that, that came out of nowhere if we're being honest. I don't know. There are lots of really creepy ones. Uh this one was this one's always the scariest to me because that thing that thing terrifies me. Um, okay, another cool SCP is SCP one oh six or the old man. Okay. Ooh, I don't like that. I don't I like think, the sound of that. Let me... I remember reading about this one. I'm pretty... This one, this guy's nasty. You should be... You should see these pictures, too. This is horrifying. Share your screen with us. Oh, yeah. I can do that. Magical. The power of technology. The power of technology. Wait, did I share? this is there as you exciting are. for you guys as it is for us. Yeah. We're having a grand Here's time. a guy. This isn't... Are you seeing it? This is the guy. Ooh, this isn't the uh-huh. scary... This isn't the scariest picture. This is the that scary bro picture. It's not cute looking. Holy, what? <gasps> Me. <laughs> Me after finals. <laughs> Me when this is what I look like when I wake up. <laughs> Here. I don't want y'all to see me skimming this. Yeah, this is so gross. Oh my god. So we'll definitely have to include links to this so y'all can see. Oh my god. You can see what Emma and I look like. Yeah. Okay, let me let me describe let me describe a little bit to you. SCP-106 appears to be an elderly humanoid with a general appearance of advanced decomposition. This appearance may vary, but the rotting quality is observed in all forms. SCP-106 is not exceptionally agile and will remain motionless for days at a time waiting for prey. SCP-100 oh, like is also capable of scaling any vertical surface and can remain suspended <gasps> upside down indefinitely. Oh my god. That's disgusting. Oh god, no. Can you imagine? 
Yeah. That's horrifying. Okay, when attacking, SCP-106 will attempt to incapacitate prey by damaging ma- damaging major organs, muscle groups, or tendons, then pull disabled prey into its pocket dimension. <laughs> oh, man. Oh that God. sounds cozy. Pocket yeah, dimension. it's real It's real vague pocket about dimension. what happens in this pocket, dim- pocket dimension, except when um, when the person comes out, they look like that picture I showed y'all. Which I'll describe it for the listeners. Which is like, what no, you don't have to. It's what Emma and I look like. Yeah, <laughs> it's Which basically is, the thing from SpongeBob. You remember that thing, the little worm-looking thing for chocolate? Is like <laughs> it's basically just that like that. Like. Invented chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> I oh, and SCP. Um, the, the SCP Foundation is also terrifying because it says that. If this thing gets out, what they're supposed to do is they're supposed to like pick a random person to use as bait to get them oh. back to get them contained again. Oh, out of the three of us, who would get used as bait? Me. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I was also gonna say Ellie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ellie. Yeah, it, yeah, me. You don't have to be sorry. It's true. <laughs> That's. That's yeah. That's that's my thing. Um, okay, let me let me let me read this a little bit. The inner dimension accessed by SCP-106 appears to be only accessible by SCP-106. Okay, it appears that SCP-106 will play with captured prey and appears to have full control of time, space, and perception inside this dimension. Ooh, I don't Ew. like that. That's wild. He can keep his nasty hands to himself. I know exactly. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> Consent is key. No means no. <laughs> no means creepy. no. One no of the pocket ones... dimensions. No and... pocket dimensions for me. <laughs> Consent is key. No pocket dimensions for me. Oh, there That's you go. That's a cool little rhyme to help you remember about there consent. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't want to take up too long, but um, I'll talk about one more. This one really freaked me out. It's SCP... And it's not like a creature. Uh, this is SCP-87 from... What I remember reading this, it's a staircase that you go down and it doesn't ever end. But. Oh, it's like that Cowboy Bebop episode when they yeah. all did mushrooms. <laughs> For this one, the, the thing I liked about it is that it has different documents recording some, recording some expeditions that were down the staircase. And mm-hmm. anyone who goes down the staircase you know, doesn't come back. So here's the real question: pocket dimension or staircase? So, yeah, <laughs> maybe the same place. They just all hang out together. Yeah, he's just chilling on the staircase. He's like, "Hey, <laughs> okay, so me? you want to come into my pocket dimension? Hey, girl, <laughs> you want to come to my uh, it be pocket you want some pocket dimension?" <laughs> Oh, so apparently, um, subjects report and audio recordings confirm distress vocalizations from what is presumed to be a child between the ages of redacted and redacted. Also, there's a lot of redacted things for, like, the dramatic I effects. love that. I love it. The source of the distress calls is estimated to be located approximately 200 meters down below the initial platform. However, Ew, any- so you're telling me they got, like, a kid voice in there? Yeah. However, any attempt to descend the staircase have failed to bring subjects closer to the source. Children are so creepy. They are. And this is coming from someone who worked in childcare. 
They are. Children are terrifying. They're so scary sometimes. Oh, and listen to this. SCP-87 has undergone four video-recorded explorations by Class D personnel. Okay, and the SCP Foundation Class D personnel, I have realized, are basically just people they just, like, feed to these things. They just are expendable. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Nice. Yeah, nice. That's what I would be. (laughs) I wasn't going (laughs) to say it. I wanted to say it, but I wasn't going to. Why do you hate I me so much, it. huh? I don't Maybe hate you, Maybe I'll just you, take Ellie. myself and my loud voice somewhere else. No. Ellie, you're perfect. Don't you. change. I mean, okay. But if we're talking about in this scenario, you would be bait. I would be bait, and yeah, I would it's also okay. be we, a classy person. We try to save you, at least. I don't think you would. Anyway. We'll throw you as bait, but you like out of the three of us, it would end up being you. It's because you're athletic. Yeah. I don't think I would... (laughs) Anyway, apparently this thing also has just, like, a face with no visible pupils, nostrils, or mouth. Ew, it's just, like, a blank face? Yeah, apparently it would just sort of, like, be right behind you when you turned around. (gasps) I hate that. Oh, my God. Oh, I hate that. I'm glad I'm up against a wall right now. Oh, my God. I'm just got, like, chills. (laughs) Yeah, I just look. I just look behind me to make sure. But it's, it's don't worry. Don't worry. It's contained in this weird staircase type thing. For now. Yeah. It's in the For pocket now. dimension. The pocket dimension. And some oh, other yeah. ones are SCP-096, which is this weird little like gangly thing, kind of like a Slender Man type thing. I, I, um, I looked up the scariest Man. SCPs. Slender Man. Slender Man was like. Do you remember, like, I remember in, like, middle school? Genuinely, like, kind of Elementary school? Yeah, it terrifies me. When that game first came out? Oh, have y'all seen Marble Hornets? No. Uh -uh. I'm pretty sure I told y'all about it. It's, like, where the Slenderman thing basically came from. Um. It's, like, a YouTube horror series. I had an episode about that in Supernatural. Not to bring up Supernatural. Really? You like Supernatural, Isabel? It was called Thin Man. It It was all a hoax. It was just these two kind of, like, sociopaths. Oh, you know how it is. It was a good episode. <laughs> Just like Scooby-Doo. You you know there was a Supernatural Scooby-Doo crossover episode? I do, yes, There yes. was. Mm-hmm. Another That's creepy one. one is SCP-682, which is a thing that loves to eat people that cannot be killed. Anyway. Ew. There's a lot of them. And See, I, I hate opened, all of those. Yeah. Even though I'm very intrigued by them. I hate I'm that. fascinated, but I'm also, like, I'm done. I know, they're all so creepy. That's scary. What am I going to do when I walk out of this room and just constantly like looking over my shoulder being like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, to see if there's, uh, a, yeah. there's a face I'm not staring in my room after this because okay. I would die. Okay, right, so that's Emma. my long old thing. Okie dokie. I love it. Ellie, I'm very intrigued. Thank you for introducing this to me. You're going to, I'm going to like text you and be like, I fell down a hole and I can't get out and I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm in the pocket dimension, and I'm scared. The pocket dimension. He's going to take my eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, Emma. What do you Bring got us home. Us? Bring us home. Okie dokie. Round it so, out. So, um, I actually was slacking a good bit. <laughs> mm. So I could Ms. talk about more SCPs if you want. Help me out. <laughs> and she... I already had one prepared, so... Mm-hmm. It's a good old-fashioned ghost story. 
gotta love it. We where love. Is, so who's the user who posted it, and where what subreddit is it under? Okay, it's on the No Sleep subreddit, which is a gold mine if you ever want to like not sleep. <laughs> and then the person they they their names literally R one B two. So shout out to user R one B two. So that just reminds me of Star Wars for some reason. R two D two. You nerd. That's that's R two D two's brother. <laughs> yeah, it's his uh, ghost brother. Wait, wh- why is he go? Okay, continue. Because it's a ghost story. Okay. Anyway, okay, so. Uh, I don't know what this thing's about because I haven't read it yet, so we're all going to learn this together. Let's do it. I didn't read it either, so... All right, well, let's go. Okay, let me get in my reading voice. I gotta get y'all off the screen because I cannot look at y'all while I'm reading. Why? <laughs> Are because we distracting? Y'all, I don't know. I don't like when people stare at me. I get nervous reading, you know? <laughs> I get nervous. It's you scary. You guys made me ink. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Are y'all ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> okay, so the title is There's Something in My House and I Don't Know What to Do. So off to a great start. <laughs> Love that. I'm already cringing. Okay. Here we go. I'm getting triggered. <laughs> Why are you being triggered? Because there was something in my house and I didn't know what to do. That is true. That is true. Hey, there's something in my house too. I don't know what it is. Screaming, there's woman. something in my house, and it is me. God, we don't know what it is. I don't know. What the Ellie fuck is this the thing is. in the house. She's in the I look in the mirror and I go, Oh, who's that? Ah, <laughs> okay, continue. Sorry, okay, here we go. To start off, I knew the place was haunted before I rented it. So Tight. we're off to a good start. Why would you Tight. do that? Good, yeah, okay, we'll get to okay. that. I do not consider myself to be psychic. Cl- a psychic clairvoyant or anything along those lines but i guess you could say i am spirit sensitive i don't know i always see that i don't always see them but i can feel them if that makes any sense anyway i knew there was a ghost despite no one dying here and the building being relatively new being only built 20 years or so ago i can handle just a ghost this place was cheap since the landlord was also my roommate's stepdad Good deal. Good deal. (laughs) Nice. I moved in two years ago in the beginning of October, and my then-fiancé... Man, all these people got problems. Yeah, it's the ghost. What if they got married? Maybe. Oh! That is the past... (laughs) Maybe so. Okay, so... It probably was then-fiancé... Or her then-fiancé... I don't know if if these people are straight or not. So, (laughs) we'll call him We'll just say they. (laughs) Yeah, we can just say that. We can just go with dead fiance Gary. Gary. Greg and Gary. All right. Greg and Gary. That's nice. Oh, look. Hold up. They literally got married last Friday, they just said. See? Oh, that's nice. It's it's straight. Her name's Hannah. Yeah, it's a girl. Aw. Can I call him Greg (laughs) and Gary anyway? Gary's the friend. No, Gary's the fiance. Greg is the friend. Yeah. Okay. Gary and I'm Greg confused. do not believe in the paranormal or the supernatural. They're Greg skeptics. was easier to convince than Gary, but I'll come back to that. So both of them just laughed whenever I would talk about our ghost. It took me about two months to understand our ghost. I'm not sure about you guys, but in my life I've experienced different level of ghost. I don't have an exact scale, but low level was basically an almost non-existent 
or could easily be passed off entity, and high level is basically a demon or worse. Oh god, that's my like greatest fear. <laughs> Don't want that. Okay, so she says her ghost was lower to mid level. So we're not that bad. We chillin'. Yeah, just okay. chillin'. He's just like a friendly ghost. Meaning well, he's, he's very chillin'. noticeable but completely harmless. Nice. So we, we I can chillin'. handle that. It's like Casper, he's just chillin'. I can handle a chillin' ghost. Okay. It says he mostly hangs out in our kitchen. Or in the cellar. Oh. One place in the house I refuse to go because spiders. Oh, I refuse to go down there for a number of reasons. Yeah. Nothing good ever happens in a cellar. Yeah. No, uh, no thank you. Okay, it says, the entrance to the cellar is right outside my room and the bathroom. You have to Ooh. walk over to get to the bathroom. Oh, heck no. It's a hard no for me. I never pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry, guys. Get some adult diapers. <laughs> Yeah, getting adult diapers, no thanks. Okay, it says, when the cell, oh my god, the cell door shakes. The cellar door, it shakes whenever the ghost is coming. Well, because at least he's giving, like, a notice. Like, hey, hey, heads up, I'm about, to, I'm about to head out. So it says, I know the ghost is coming up because it's followed by soft footsteps in the kitchen. If it's a creek, then I know he's going back down to the cellar, which is usually followed by a sort of crying. Oh, I'm very uncomfortable right now. I don't know about that. <laughs> At all. Greg nor Gary have ever heard the crying, but I do. Greg, the roommate, has heard the footsteps in the kitchen. Back to the story. The past two years have been fine. Almost a normal house and almost a normal life. The ghost that was here when we moved in has stayed, but has never done anything outside of it, which I've already mentioned. I've also never seen him. He leaves us alone, and I leave him alone. It's a win-win. But he's not the disturbance in my house. I feel like living after living here for two years, I would have sensed there was something else after such a long time. And I should have. But whatever is here now has not been here long. That I'm sure of. My friend Molly recently had her house... Oh, she had her house blessed. Me. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Good. After some spooky shit happened at my bachelorette, bachelorette party this girl's haunted man <laughs> okay basically her basement door slammed open and our two friends went down to investigate oh god Ew. i hate basements why do people have basements i don't know northern people <laughs> oh god you yankees <laughs> with your basements yankees don't interact with this podcast <laughs> i'm just kidding please do we love you sorry keep your weird basements anyway okay I should mention that when the basement door did this the first time, about three mo months before this night, they put down some stones, I don't know exactly what they're called, and a salt line. Everything was fine. See? They're, they watch okay. Supernatural. They, yeah, they, they did their research. <laughs> they watch Supernatural, see? Try and come at me, ghost. <laughs> Alright, so more about this basement door. There is a basement door at the top and bottom of the stairs, and you have to go through both to get to her basement. Well, the salt line in both of them had been broken. Oh, no. <laughs> the second door refused to open, so they came to get something up to pry it open and go back down oh, to Lord. find it already was. <laughs> Against my advice, they go back down. Yeah. My two friends now in the basement freak out because it's creepy down there, but there's also a chest. The look, the chest looked like it had been made when the chest, what? It looked like it was made when the 
chest were first made. Okay. Good Molly sense. was in her kitchen stress eating because stuff like this stressed her out. <laughs> she's just stressed. She's just like shoving like cake in her face this while her two friends are like, party. let's go ghost yeah. hunt. I, wait, I wait, wait, wait. Who is who is who in this scenario? <laughs> okay. This the person that's talking right now is the person that's telling this whole story. Yeah, but who Molly is the out of the three of us, who would be the one stress eating? Who would be the two down in the basement? <laughs> um, I would not be in the basement. I'd be stress eating. I would Ellie be both I. of them down in the basement. <laughs> Ellie and I were gonna be down in the basement. Yeah, I'll be like, Come on, guys, it'll be fun. Maybe we'll see a ghost. And, and then I get gonna dead. do it because ghost. She's gonna be like, Buzzfeed unsolved. Yeah. Oh, that's how you end up on Buzzfeed Unsolved. And yeah, then I'm going to exactly. be stress-eating upstairs. <laughs> Make, okay. Yeah. Let's continue. She says, I was at the top of the stairs, shining a light down just in case. For what? I'm not sure. The other two investigate, but don't find anything unusual besides the chest. Which was there when they moved in, so it's not theirs. Why would you keep it? <laughs> I mean, free chest. <laughs> okay. I move out of the way as they come up and as soon as I do the bottom door closes not a slam but a noticeable noise like someone shoved into it they rush upstairs and the door at the top does slam shut catching one friend at the ankle with the door which neither had touched oh my god everyone freaked out and wanted to leave besides me why would she want to stay I don't know why but I was weirdly calm the entire time yeah it's because they they stole the the chest I'd be mad, too. They turned off all the lights and booked it to the nearest Walmart to get a few things to get the salt and resalt the lines. What, did they not have enough salt? I guess they don't, they don't have, have a backup supply. Low-sodium freaks. I know. No flavor. <laughs> okay. We leave. Shout out to back. all the people who caught that reference. <laughs> Shut up. No. We leave and come back a half hour later. Every light in Molly's house is on. Again, we turned them all off when we left. The friend who got hit with the door is now feeling sick. He doesn't want to go back into the basement, as one wouldn't, but does anyway, because he didn't want the third friend going alone. They go down with the flashlights, and I'm back at the top of the stairs, shining the light down. I don't feel good about this at all, but I'm still weirdly calm, so I was casually talking to them, asking them to uh, flash me their lights every now and then. It felt like the right thing to do. Standing at the top of the stairs, at the bottom, is facing left, so you can't exactly see into the basement from there. So when they flash me their lights, I can see it on the doorway or the wall opposite of the door. I'm talking to them when they both suddenly got quiet. I'm insisting that they talk to me, worried on why they weren't. (coughs) Let me clear my throat. Congestion. (laughs) It was then that I felt a horrible chill. And I suddenly knew it was wrong before they told me. The chest was open. Empty except for a protection stone dead center of it. It was a cursed object. (laughs) Doesn't seem like anything to be spooked of except that specific stone sat on the doorway above the salt line. The chest was in the center of a room a good six or seven feet away. Wait, 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 wait. So the stone that was upstairs somehow managed the one to that, get... I think they had one at the top and one at the bottom. Near so the one line. of the stones upstairs... One of them's moved. Into the box that was closed. Yeah. Yup. Uh. <laughs> God. <laughs> so that's like good. That. Okay. Let's continue. 
The friends do what they went down there to do, close the chest and came back up, salting and saging behind them. <laughs> the third friend thought the one the one that got hit with the door was just trying to freak them out, asking over and over if he was the one that opened the chest. All four of us fell into silence when we realized why he couldn't. The two who went down both struggled to close the chest with the lid alone weighing 50 pounds. Man, this is a big thing. And it creaked every inch before slamming shut from sheer weight. You could hear the creaking throughout the entire house and even outside. I know that because Molly was smoking outside when they closed it and made a comment about it. She doesn't really handle these things well. I would be I'd be stressing too, man. <laughs> Molly's having a full-blown crisis. <laughs> and if it sounded like that when we were closing it, then there was no way in hell we would ever hear it open. Okay. That all happened Thursday night. I went home feeling weird, got married the next day. <laughs> Good. Oh yeah, just uh, as an afterthought. <laughs> Molly had her house blessed and that was that. Though it's Tuesday as I'm writing this, so it's only been four days. Okay. Dang. Back to her house. After Gary and I got met, uh, married, we had a small honeymoon staycation because we're broke at a local hotel. <laughs> Fun. Okay, that's valid. I just got home Sunday morning. Sunday came and went, and nothing out of the ordinary happened. Monday, yesterday came, and the only thing that felt different was the bathroom. It was noticeably cooler. No matter Uh-oh. how much I turn up the heat, it's not getting warmer. That was the first time I felt something wasn't right. Gary stayed home because we were still celebrating. He had to go back today, though. He works the night shift on 10-hour days. Ooh. That's rough. Yikes. So I'm home by myself most of the time. Yikes. Greg. Okay, Greg and Gary work for the same company, but are in different departments. Cool. The feeling in the bathroom has only gotten worse, to the point where I have been holding my bladder until I literally can't anymore. I don't blame you. (laughs) Yeah. I've only gone twice today, both times with the door wide open, because I'm thrown into a panic attack if it's closed. Which it's usually closed because my cat likes to poop in our tub, despite her litter box. (laughs) But all day today, I felt nauseous whenever I'm by the bathroom. And with it being right next to my room, I've been nauseous all day. Despite peeing with the door open, I still close it because of my cat. Four hours ago, I started hearing weird noises from the bathroom. Uh, I can't explain them, but it sounded like someone was just chilling in the bathroom. (laughs) I refused to investigate because, number one, I didn't want to die. And, number two, it's been giving me the heebie-jeebies all day. Oh, no. But when I couldn't hold my bladder anymore... I broke and opened the door. I wish I didn't. Not because I saw anything horrible, but because I knew something horrible was the one to rearrange everything in the bathroom. (laughs) Oh, no. Leaving the shower curtain wide open and towels on the floor. Definitely not how I left it. Gary doesn't believe anything weird is happening. He's at work and not experiencing it, so why would he? But it's almost midnight. Between 11 and midnight is when our... (laughs) The late turn is 10 (laughs) o'clock. Between 11 and midnight is when our ghost goes to the kitchen. But I can't feel feel him anymore. I can't hear him. All I can is to sense this nauseating darkness that's terrifying me. I don't know where my ghost is or how he could even leave. And everything feels so much worse without his presence. Now that I'm thinking about it, I haven't felt him since Thursday night. Did whatever happened at Molly's follow me home? I hope not. Whoa. That was good. 
That's so interesting. She didn't. Really, she had a lot of typos and misspellings, so I corrected her grammar as I was reading. So yeah, but I feel like all of that kind of ties into the fact that like it could be real, but it did you know. sound creepy. I like the the salt lines and sage and stress eating. I know. Wow, they really did their research. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so what do you think that like the thing from Molly's house followed her home and like it overpowered like her ghost? It ate the ghost. I don't know. It ate the ghost for power. It's something wrong and bad. They had a ghost battle. <laughs> they had a ghost battle in... In the pocket dimension. Yeah, in the pocket dimension, and the friendly ghost lost. <laughs> poor mm. Casper. Let's pour one out for Casper. So, the other one, I guess, likes the bathroom for some reason. I hate that. But you know, like, animals can sense... I know! Ghost. Ugh, that's disgusting. It's disgusting, yet I'm thoroughly fascinated. I know. Spooky. It's really hard Paranormal life. stuff is just weird. It freaks me out, but I love it, you know? Yeah. I don't. It freaks me out. It freaks me out, but I don't want to be interacting with it at all. It's just so interesting. I know. I get so <sighs> freaked out after I look at anything, like, supernatural. Don't don't say anything. And then, <laughs> But I still do it anyway. That's nice. my lot in life. Yeah, that was there wasn't anything good. I didn't say anything interesting. I'm trying not to talk about supernatural, guys. <laughs> I know you really want to, but no. God, I want to so bad. You don't understand the restraint that I'm. Before you do, okay, well, then we need to end this episode because you know you're gonna start talking and it's become three hours, exactly. which we don't need. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, so thanks for joining us. This was I our would... just little Halloween special. Fun these stuff. Are, I always love these. These are always like really fun for us. Well, for me, I don't know about the rest of them. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guess what? This is the first episode of season three, by the Whoa. way. If you're coming yeah. back to us, welcome back. If you're welcome just joining back. us, stick along for the ride. Yeah, it's going to, we got some good stuff coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And also, our so, friend Caroline might even join us. So. Ooh, the Ooh. elusive Caroline. <laughs> the, uh, Miss Bumpin' herself. Uh, the yes. Bumpin' Tunes herself. Alright guys, well, thanks for listening. And this has been Maximum Bumpitude. <laughs>